0: You're listening to Real Estate for Real People, hosted by the Stone Sisters. The Stone Sisters have built an award-winning realty business, and they're here to share some of their knowledge with you. A new episode drops every Thursday. If you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And visit www.stonesisters.com for more information just like this.
1: Welcome back to Real Estate for Real People. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We are going to talk about the market and just give you a bit of an update as to what we're seeing in the market, um, sort of how last year finished out and what we're really comparing it to. So mm-hmm. Tamara, it, it's you talk a lot about this and comparing this last year or looking at things and comparing it to a time when it was
0: more balanced, which is where we're sitting at now. Yeah. So tell us about that. Okay. So I'll start with my stats and then yours, I think are equally interesting comparing 2022 to 2021. But what I've been doing and what I've been working on is comparing to a more normal year, because I think everybody listening, everybody watching, we can all agree that COVID was crazy. Mm-hmm. It, everything went out of, out of whack, whether that was a, a head of lettuce, whether that was interest rates, whether that was the interest in the real estate market and working remotely, everything kind of went wacky. And, and listening to some of the different economists that we listen to or looking at some of the different stats, they're really recommending we go back to pre-COVID times and, you know, not compare 2023 to any, any of the times during COVID because it was just so unsustainable. And I think most of us in, in real estate and other industries could, could agree with that, that it was just, they were
1: weird times. Well, we've never seen a market like that. I mean, we've never seen a market increase to that level that it did, but we've also never seen a market decrease to that same level. So we know Mm -hmm. that it it wasn't sustainable because of that, those huge spikes. When you see that it's, it's not normal. I mean, it was a, a frenzied market really for two years. So, you know, going back to 2019 where we're in a balanced market, which is what we're in now. So when we look at a balanced market. Typically, you look and that is, you know, anything above twelve percent, you know, fifteen percent of what's listed is selling is sort of deemed a balanced market, and that's where we're sitting at right now. Yep, we're still a little low on inventory,
0: to be honest. We, we are absolutely yeah. we we are for what you know the historical norm for Central Okanagan, mm-hmm. and never mind the fact that we've grown tremendously. I mean, how many cranes did you pass on your way to this house here today? Yes, it, you know they're all over, and it continues to grow, and people are moving in. So well, look. At the expansion that was just announced
1: at UBC, a huge expansion there. I mean, and we've, as we say all the time in, in lots of our podcasts, we've got the airport, international airport that's continuing to grow, the hospital, and now this big expansion with UBCO. So it's going to continue to grow. We're, now, It's all, it's not
0: doom and gloom, I guess. No, exactly. So going back to 2019, going back to the last normal market um, before COVID. And, and like I said, that frenzy that we saw, So, in all of central Okanagan for single family houses, so this is detached housing, in 2019, there were 2,338 houses that sold. Mm -hmm. In 2022, so last year, you know, we'd had COVID still at the beginning part, then things sort of moderated, COVID started to disappear and our market softened. So, in 2022, there were 2,365 properties that sold, a difference of… 27. So, 27 more homes sold in Kelowna, so Peachland mm-hmm. to Oyama, 27 more in 2022 than did in 2019. So, really interesting mm-hmm. when, you know, the media or what have you were just saying, oh, the sky has fallen and doom and gloom. Not really. No. It's not really at all. So, big thing that we did notice in December of 2019, there were 193 single family houses that sold. December of this past year, 2022, there were 86. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, you know, there was a big, there was a big change there. In 2019, the five-year mortgage rates were, you know, 5.34, 5.19, 4.8. Not a whole lot different than the five-year interest rate today. Well, you know what's so interesting about that is I feel like we've all forgotten what those interest rates used to be.
1: And it yeah. wasn't that long ago, two years ago, our interest rates were, were where they are today. Yeah. But for some reason, we've all gotten used to thinking of, you know, interest rates at 1%, 2%, this free money. And it really, we didn't have this for very long. So, and I think that's maybe why we're starting to see a little shift in the market already of buyers coming back to the marketplace. Yeah. Because I think, it, you know, we remember these dates maybe now, or maybe buyers are
0: becoming yes. comfortable with it because it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't long ago at all, and and you know when you dig into the facts, which is Mm -hmm. what you've researched and what I researched as well, and we shared these initially with our with our brokerage and with our agents. It's this is this is more normal. This is sort of what we're used to seeing, and and still really healthy Um, days on market. You know, the average home uh, was on the market in 2019 for 64 days. In 2022, for single family, it was 69 days again not a big difference um, in January you know January of 2019 there were 721 single-family houses listed for sale today 862. So, wow, virtually identical. And you know what's so interesting about that is it's virtually virtually
1: identical. However, we still feel this shortage of inventory. I mean, everybody I talked to is still saying, well, there's not really much out there. Mm-hmm. And that's probably, we don't have that number, but our population has grown a fair amount in those last two years. Oh and my the gosh, demand yeah. for still wanting to be to the Okanagan. I mean, when we look at it, the market was a frenzy and that market, you know, came to a screeching halt middle of March, but... All those buyers didn't disappear overnight. They're no. still there. They're still wanting to come here. Yeah. So it's just interesting to look at that inventory and go, well, we still don't have
0: enough. And that's there's, there's still not much for sale. No. This is my last stat that I'll share with you because this one blew my mind. When you look and go, okay, interest rates, they were a little lower in 2019, but not way lower. Number of houses, there were you know a few fewer, you know, a little a little less, yeah, but uh, but not much different. Days on market, what have you, you know, number of sales. Here's the really interesting one. This this just shocked me. So in 2019, the average price of the single family homes that sold in Kelowna. So going back to, you know, those Mm 2,338 houses that sold in the year 2019, the average sale price, now this is average, so it's not median. I haven't taken out the most expensive and the least. It's the actual average price sold in 2019 was 739,576,000. $739 Seven thirty nine was the average sale price. Twenty twenty two, I was going to get you to guess, but you already know it. Twenty twenty two, the average price of all the houses that sold. Um, looking at that, so again, we had two thousand three hundred and sixty five homes that sold in Kelowna last year. Average sold price, drum roll please: one million two hundred and fifteen thousand four hundred and sixty thousand and like you and i talk about the market had started to soften things shifted we were mm-hmm. seeing price decreases as decreases and an, an end to that frenzy starting in march and yet our prices still remain high well when you compare to 2019 that's you know 40% 40% increase yeah, it's crazy. And I don't foresee those prices coming down. I know lots of buyers right now are
1: looking in the market and thinking everything is still so high. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. When you look at those numbers, you think, Oh, they are still high, but you know, sellers are digging their heels in. Sellers mm-hmm. aren't lowering their prices. And, and I know buyers right now are trying to, you know, of course, recoup some of that or want to make sure that they're doing well in the marketplace. But I think be rest assured our prices aren't going to drop drastically. I think mm-hmm. that's the big component mm-hmm. um, of looking at the numbers in the market. So interesting. I'll quickly run through some of these. Yes. Well some of your the numbers are, are really no, they're not really as interesting, interesting as good as yours. You get the better numbers. Oh. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I looked at numbers and I compared to 2022 versus 2021. And I think really realistically looking back at 2019
0: is a much better way to look cuz you're in a comparable market to what we are today. Except but the media is talking about 2022 versus 21, so I think that's more relevant and current. So I y- actually agree you're with just nice you to me. She's just my sister. I'm going to be nice.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to look at this. So let's look at the residential inventory. So when I looked at this, this is all residential inventory. So this is in the Central Okanagan. This is just the information we have on our MLS system. So, you know, things that sold through not MLS through different resources, condo project that's sold that didn't hit the actual MLS system, that's not included in these numbers. Um, and this is all residential, including, you know, when I look at some of these, it's including that single family waterfront, what have you. So and
0: townhomes and condos, you're everything residential, right? Everything
1: residential. So when we look at that overall, we had 6.5 more units listed overall in the central Okanagan. 6% more, okay. 6% more units listed in 2022 than we did in 2021. That's it. That's hmm. it. So when we look at the sales, though, we did have fewer sales. So 35% less sales um, overall for the central Okanagan for that year. So from 2021 to 2022, 35% less sales. So then when we look at that and go back to 2019, the numbers you were saying, Mm -hmm. our big year here was 2021, Mm -hmm. you know, it it just continued to go on. So, and I mean, those fewer sales that happened from March till December, Mm -hmm. because the market was really active in January, February, and March beginning of March. Um, Sales volume, so this is the overall sales volume, was down 26%. Wow. So then we break it up and look into the inventory for each residential segment. So single-family homes, we had 18% more listed in 2022 than 2021. Okay. So that's single-family detached housing. Single-family detached housing, 18% more. Waterfront. This was what I found so interesting. Waterfront. We had ten percent less listed in twenty twenty two than in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So uh, we talk to a lot of buyers and and you know lots of people. There's a demand, a high demand for waterfront. Well, no kidding, because we don't have mm-hmm. as much listed, mm-hmm. and and that's just showing the
0: supply. We just don't have that much supply. Well, I remember properties. driving down lakeshore, driving out you know to the end of lakeshore road or or you know different areas in town along the water, and you'd mm-hmm. you'd consistently see a for sale sign. I don't know, every 10 or 15 homes,
1: there's nothing. No, there really isn't anything. So that, and the numbers are are showing that. Condos, which was interesting too, and I didn't think that we would see this, 7% less listed in 2022 than 2021. Keep in mind, this doesn't include anything that just went through the market without going on MLS but 7% less listed. Townhouses, we had 8% more listed in 2022. Interesting. So so let's cut over and look at the medium price. So this one, I did look at the medium price. I took out the highest price and the lowest price. Yeah. So that's a more reasonable assessment than the one I'd looked at. So when we look at overall for the whole residential segment of the market, again, that's townhouses, single family, condos, you know, lots, anything that's classified as residential, that average price was seven hundred and eighty. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is. So when we look and we break that up single family, the prices were up 16.25% from 2021.
0: So I'm going to pause you just for a moment there, because that's not information you're hearing in the newspaper on, you know, on the net, wherever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, most people don't think that. And I, I know we're hearing of people say, oh, the prices are really going to drop. They've already started to drop. Well, no, actually, the the
1: fact of the matter is they're not. They're not. They're up. So when you th- and again, I keep going back to thinking we had nine months of the year in a down market, in a mm-hmm. market that was trending downwards, and yet our prices are still up. Mm-hmm. So prices for residential—that's single family homes—sixteen percent, point two five. Waterfront. Now this one is. I mean, it's not shocking. I guess when you look at the supply and demand, waterfront prices were up fifty three percent. Wow. Just pause for a second, 53%. So if you bought a waterfront property in 2021, you are laughing right now.
0: Call oh, us, wow. let's sell that
1: property. <laughs> I'm no just kidding. No kidding,
0: wow. Um, hmm. Condos. So condo prices are up 16.2%. Wow. So even with all the abundance of supply that we've got coming to market, the prices were still up that much. prices were still up. Townhouses, mm-hmm. prices
1: are up 15.34%. Wow. So if we look at some of that and think, well, there's movement for prices to adjust, Maybe I mean mm-hmm. the prices have certainly come up in the last year. I just don't think that we're going to see it. And and what is the deciding factor on that is that we're not seeing substantial price reductions. Nope. Sellers aren't panicking. Mm-mm. You know they're they're holding their ground and they're staying you know mm-hmm. where their their pricing is. So mm-hmm. we saw some
0: adjustments um, in March, Absolutely. and in, through the summer, but we're seeing those leveling off now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know some of our agents had talked about bidding wars this weekend, and and two of the agents mm-hmm. were involved in bidding wars. And and I know we're hearing that in the Lower Mainland. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard that in Toronto, but I know Lower Mainland, they were saying it. Yes. And I think something to note,
1: those bidding wars aren't selling the properties over asking price. No. They're coming close to asking price in some cases. But the fact is that the buyers are back in the marketplace. They're buying, they're feeling confident.
0: I think this is going to be a really great year in real estate. So do I. If you have any questions at all, if you'd like a copy of these statistics or, or want to question us or chat about it, we're always standing by and would love to help. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Real Estate for Real People. If you want to reach out to the Stone Sisters, visit www.stonesisters.com. This podcast was produced by Podigy Podcasts. See you next time.